Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UI is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. We are entering our third season officially with this episode. You have all made this experience more than I could hope for or imagine. Thank you. Truly, thank you. It was a pleasure reconnecting with today's guest, Rachel Bachoco. We worked for the same organization several years ago. Now she's a 20-something woman discovering who she is. Rachel is exploring all the different parts of herself to find out what is true. Part of that is revealed through our relationship with others. Connection and finding your people are paramount. As she says, what do we have in this world except moments with each other? Here's a young woman from my time in children's performing arts. Rachel Bachoco is our Believe series guest for today. She's creative hardworking, and fun. I can't wait to catch up and find out more about what's going on with her these days. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Thank you, Rochelle. It's so good to talk with you. I know. <laughs> and, and listener, we, we actually have been cheating a little bit. We've been visiting before we officially uh, started this call. It just was so fun to catch up. As Rachel uh, reminded me, it's actually been several years, which, ah, I almost felt terrible about that. I would say a year or two. I mean, it, but really, when you, you count it out, right. COVID is smashed right in there, too. Is there anything you want listeners to know about you to start? Um, I think the main thing is just, well, first of all, I've never done a podcast before. Yay! So it's a little bit of a weird, <laughs> like, I'm super excited. Um, it's just a little bit of an odd like uh it's not just a conversation I'm having in passing it's a conversation that's gonna last and like other people are gonna <laughs> listen to so there is a little bit of that um I hope that I listen to this later on and I think oh man I've grown so much since then just oh, even man. in the last couple of years I've grown so much mm-hmm. um and like I love where I'm at right now and I love who I am right now but hopefully I just continue to grow. Oh, that's, that's absolutely true because um, I'm, you know, obviously older than you are. And, and I will say that I'm not, I'm not done. I'm there's Mm -hmm. still more, there's still more. And I think that's part of one of the exciting things about this life that we get to lead, however long it is that you get to keep moving forward. And I think of it kind of like it's expanding. I mean, growing is another Mm -hmm. way to put it. And of course I've, I was a teacher, so I'm using all my hand gestures and listeners, you can't see my <laughs> hand gestures, but I'm, I'm, you know, doing a tree and making a big bowl in front of me. I'm doing all those things that you <laughs> would do. Okay. Well, welcome to the podcast world. It's a, it's a fun one for sure. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Um, I would say I'm a thinker. Sometimes to a fault, (laughs) a little bit of an overthinker on occasion. Um, I am a teacher. I love explaining, teaching, sharing knowledge, all that. Um, And yeah, I you described me as fun, and that's one of the things too. I love having fun. I love 
Yeah, just being a little silly, especially when I'm teaching kids. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's true. And I certainly got to, to see that side of you. All the words you used and all the words I used are, are just the beginning of who you are, for sure. Two truths and a lie. This is a good one. And I know you know all about this one. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, two truths and a lie. I had to think about them ahead of time. Uh, I hate shopping. I'm an excellent cook, and I've moved cross-country four times. Ooh, okay, okay. Cross-country four times, and, oh, excellent cook. Okay, so here's how I'm going to do this. Okay. All right, I'm going to set aside the hate shopping. Okay. Um, Oh, gosh. Okay, and cross-country four times. I, I and so I'm just going to do my thought process out loud. Cross country four times. <clears throat> I think you've done that, so I'm going to set that aside. Um, um, I I kind of think bringing the shopping one back in. I kind of think you hate shopping. So I'm going to say that maybe you're not a good cook. That's the lie. <laughs> I am a terrible cook. <laughs> I am so bad at it. Granted, I have gotten better in the last couple of years, but I was one of those people, like when I was in college, I would burn pancakes. Like it was not, it was not a good time. Do you get distracted? Is that kind of what it is? You get distracted and kind of go elsewhere and you forget that things are happening or? Well, I think it kind of goes back to the overthinking process where I don't want to <laughs> undercook it and I don't want to overcook it. So then I just compensate and it's either undercooked or overcooked overcooked and then it's just just a whole big thing (laughs) but I have gotten a lot better it's still it's a learning process (laughs) oh that's so fun um okay so you do hate shopping I can see that yeah I hate shopping (laughs) it is not my favorite thing (laughs) right right and then cross country I remembered you were I want to say number tell me if I'm right I kind of remembered you were from Virginia first uh, Mm -hmm. primarily okay originally and then you moved to San Diego and then Mm -hmm. you've been to Idaho you've been to New York so you I can see that perhaps it was around four times sort of back and forth and I really like the flexibility and adaptability of that for you you know I do too I and, and as much as I love Idaho, I don't know if I'll end up staying here long term. Right. So I'm kind of excited to see <laughs> where I go next. Right. <laughs> where, what I do. Who knows? <laughs> right. Oh, it's so fun. And and one of your dear friends lives nearby. So that that's mm-hmm. a pull to have that sense of of home and familiarity. You know, one of your people is right, right there. One of your favorite movies of all time. And that's just one. It doesn't have to be the, but you know, one. Um, this one was kind of a hard one because I'm not honestly a huge movie person. Chances are, if you name a movie, there's like a 90% chance I haven't seen it. (laughs) Maybe something from your youth then. Yeah. Well, I recently watched, um, Canto and that has been recently one of my favorite movies. I've watched it several times. Um, it's just so... I mean, there's the whole family aspect of it, but then if you look at it from, you know, a a community aspect of it too, just seeing how their community works together and how everybody, (laughs) I was thinking about it last night, actually, about um, how, you know, the whole family has their special powers, but then if they lose their powers, you know, they're still just people. 
And there's still that connection. And there's always going to be people that can do stuff better than you in one aspect or another, but Mm -hmm. there's still just people. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can still have that connection and you still bring something to the table, even if you don't realize it. Right. So that's something (laughs) I've seen the movie several times. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. I know a lot of people really enjoyed that movie. So I, Mm -hmm. and for somebody who really doesn't even see movies, that's a current movie and won some awards. And oh, what a sweet cat Mm -hmm. listener. Very sweet. Black and white cat has appeared on the scene. Very darling. one running around here somewhere. Oh, so sweet. And I like the message that you brought out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's very um, an important one. And I, you know, it's, it's pleasing to hear that kids are going to like it because it's animated, obviously, but then right. like they're getting this really good message from it too, which is a win-win yeah. as a teacher, you know that. And name right. a person that inspires you. Um, you've actually had her on your podcast before, uh, Heather LaForge. Oh, I was, you know, as soon as you said that, I was like, I think it's probably going to be Heather. I okay, adore and, her. Yes. And why do you, why does she inspire you? Um, she was honestly one of the first people, especially when I moved to San Diego, who was, who I just felt really comfortable truly being myself with and Uh, feeling like she was somebody I could, um, I could kind of, you know, I felt comfortable and safe exploring that. Um, mm -hmm. she wasn't only my mentor or my colleague, but she's also my friend. So it was, she's just, I just adore her so much. (laughs) Oh, that's so wonderful. I love that. Well, it paints a beautiful picture and listeners, Heather is a, a wonderful woman. She truly is. Hmm, I'm going to give her a shout out. <laughs> I mean, you just gave her one, but I'm going to make it official. All right. A piece of wisdom you keep handy. Uh, there was a quote. It was from something I was like, I don't remember what it was from. It was from a commercial for a show or just something that I saw in passing, but it really stuck with me. It was. I love uh, it when that happens. I love yeah. it when that happens. Really. And I wish I could remember. <laughs> I got to like Google the quote and see if I can find <laughs> what it's from. Um, but it was, what do we have in this world except moments with each other? And that oh. I felt was, it just really stuck with me. Because there's oh. so much going on, especially with COVID, with everybody being so isolated. And I mean, I was in New York when it hit. And so we were literally confined to our apartments for you know Mm. weeks and months um so really just you know the moments that we have with each other whether Mm. it's through something virtual like zoom or through a podcast even if you're not physically present or Mm. um facetiming family whatever we have like that has become so important Mm. more so than before when it was just you know you go to work you see people every day but now it's more more intentional, I feel like. Well, we didn't know what we were missing until we didn't have it. And then when you get it again, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. That's right. Right. That that was really, you know, uh, important, that sense of connection and community. And did you feel like when you saw that, what do we have in this world except, except moments with each other that almost like cue the music, get the spotlight out, you know, that it really, you know, on this phrase, like certain phrases and words and whatever, just for whatever reason, and I'll call it a Mm -hmm. God thing, you know, really impact you. And I feel like 
you know, the orchestration in the background, the, the underscoring and the spotlight comes out and it's like, yeah, I really want you to pay attention to these, yeah. the grouping of these words and you grab it and it becomes something that drives you and, and it has brought you great meaning. And I got goosebumps when you said this. So that, that yeah. is, that is uh, very confirming as a, a, a wonderful thing, right? What do we have except moments with each other? And, you know, we're not, it's not like we were each put on planets by ourselves. I mean, we're meant, right. to, we're meant to be with each other, right? Yeah. Community is so important, especially, um, I don't, I just keep going back to COVID. I mean, it was so impactful being where it, one of the places where it started mm-hmm. um, and just seeing how communities can come together in situations like that um, and just coming off of that and moving afterwards and starting a new job and a new place and everything, just really realizing how important other people are. <laughs> Like you can try to do stuff on your own, but it's not going to go nearly as well as it would if you have people surrounding you. That's right. And and I think the Heather's episode was called Finding Your People. So that's exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. Finding yeah. your people. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love her too. She's pretty wonderful. All right, Rachel, we're doing a Believe series right now. And, and like everything on this show, it's it, it, it flows, it, it, you know, it can be, it, there are no wrong answers. So, it, you know, our questions around the belief series are, what do you believe? Why do you believe it? And how does that show up in your life? And, it, and it's a way to, you know, grab some more nuggets for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you believe? One of the things, it would have to be one of the things, because obviously we, <laughs> we, we believe a lot of things, but I know it's choose, such one thing, choose one thing um, today that you believe. Well, I've been thinking, there I go again, I'm a thinker. <laughs> I was thinking a lot about it. Um, and I mean, ultimately, in the huge, big scheme of things, I don't know what I believe. Um, I grew up in a home and and all of my environments had the same sort of beliefs surrounding them. So everywhere I went, it was the same thing. Um And it was, I mean, it was good. It was, I had a great (laughs) childhood. (laughs) I had a great um, experience. Um, But the older I got, the more I wanted to kind of figure out for myself, what, what do I believe? And that was a big question because a lot of it when you're growing up and it's in your school and it's in your after school activities and it's on the weekends it's just kind of becomes how life is and not mm-hmm. necessarily what you believe right um, so the last couple of years kind of as I said at the beginning I've changed drastically um, finding out more of who I am as a person and what I like to do. And I started living by myself in the last year and figuring out, okay, what do I, how do I actually like to decorate my house? (laughs) Like, instead of just letting other people decide and be like, yeah, sure. Or, you know, compromising and stuff. So it's been, it's been a journey the last couple of years, just really figuring out who I am. And that's Mm -hmm. nowhere near done. I feel like I've, yeah, I've just barely scratched the surface. Right. Um, but in the last couple of years, I've just started to feel like that's something that I can 
explore um, and I can figure out. Uh, so I think ultimately that kind of boils down to, I think that I believe in self mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kind of in that cliche, like, oh, I believe I can do whatever I put my mind to, <laughs> like yeah. kind of in that way, but right. also just feeling like I can also uh, be a unique individual right um growing up a lot of the teaching and none of it was taught in that specific way I don't think but I think as a thinker (laughs) I took it and I internalized it to be that I am I can't trust myself I can't trust any of my own thoughts okay um because there's like a good thought and a bad thought and you got to figure out which one is which. And one of them is, is trying to trick you. And one of them is the good one. And so I think I internalized that as a little kid and just kind of really took that to heart. And I didn't really trust myself. And I, even to the point where, you know, you're taking a test and they say, if you don't know the answer, just go with your first instinct. I would second guess that. I was like, well, I don't know which one's my first instinct. And so that just kind of was super prevalent in all of my life, even leading up to the last couple of years. But I think, and I keep going back to COVID too, Right. <laughs> uh, well, but yeah. having all of that time in my apartment with my roommates, just being with ourselves for so long, it really did afford for a lot of, um, like self-exploration in Mm. not necessarily in that moment either, but once I was removed from that environment, kind of taking a look back and being like, Oh, so this is how I was handling COVID or this is how I was responding to the world around me. And why is that? Was I actually like just kind of exploring myself a little more in, in that way um, and trying to figure out who I actually am Mm -hmm. and try to stop second guessing that um so uh, yeah the best way I can boil it down is I believe at this moment in life I believe in self and figuring out what that looks like for me but also encouraging other people to do that too right wow that that I love how you you know expanded on that and that you you tied it to you know, some of the experiences that you've had, you're, you know, I think you're still in your twenties. I mean, you're, you know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're kind of new ish in the adulting long life sense. And you are already getting one of the most important parts, I think of this life, which is, I think you really have to know who you are before you can kind of have those ideal people around you. I mean, it kind of starts, it's, it's, you go back to the flight attendant thing, you know, you've got to give yourself the oxygen Mm -hmm. first before you can reach out. And I think that's true that you, and that's kind of what you're talking about. You know, you want to figure out who you are and understand who you are and love who you are, embrace that. And then you're going to, once you're whole, then you're going to meet somebody else and other people, other people who are whole and then you have a much better 
Um, oh my gosh, another cat has just walked into the frame the on the couch <laughs> right behind her. No, that's adorable. That is completely adorable. I love it. Um, just the importance of understanding who you are and, right. and knowing that you are enough right now, exactly as you are, even if you don't end up doing or being quote unquote more, you know, but there's, there's a lot of room to expand. And I think you're, you're seeing that and you're living that. Yeah, I'm trying to. (laughs) Well, you're, you're valuing self. And, you know, when we talk about this, I, I, when we talk about self-love or self-exploration or all those things, I never meet it in a, an arrogant, conceited, mm-hmm. overly prideful way, but in the healthiest, wholest, best way. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, I mean, in a way it is like trying to find your, your best self as a lot of people say, but mm-hmm. also just finding like your true self. Like, yes. ooh, I feel like that's the difference because you can put on the air of being your best. Yes. self, as you want. <laughs> um, But finding your best self, I think is, something that is really hard to do. Um, and finding your true self is fine. It's just super hard to do. Um, but that's also something that I think ties back to the quote that I said earlier. It, it's not something that you can do by yourself. Um, I feel like <laughs> as a thinker, I spend so much time <laughs> in my head and I try to do it myself. And I think that's why that quote was so impactful to me is because I do tend to internalize things, whether consciously or unconsciously. Um, and I try to do it alone. I just try to think myself through it. <laughs> um, right. But that's where that community and having those moments with each other and sharing your thoughts and your ideas with other people can help you find your best self. Again, I, I totally a hundred percent because, you know, we were not, you know, put on individual planets to just kind mm-hmm. of live on the planet We're we're here. And it's through interactions with other people that we do get to sort of try on and try out who we are and figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is a, a really critically essential point that you're making. You do discover who you are in uh, in relationship. Right. How would you even know unless, you know, you, of course you do some reflecting some, I like right. to say, I ponder, you think yeah. I ponder. I mean, it's the same difference. <laughs> it's the same thing, but yes, it, it, it is through relationships with other people. You, you learn more of who you are. I like your true self versus best self, that best self being maybe something that you kitty's back. Well, the other kitty's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Um, that is really, and how would you say that this shows up in your life right now? Um, you know, self-exploration, it sounds like you think a lot mm-hmm. and that's who you are. And, you know, <laughs> I, I hope you have embraced that about yourself. And then mm-hmm. through a relationship, you are learning more about yourself. Um, are right. there any other ways that this shows up in your life? Um, I, I think through relationships is one of the biggest things. Um, I have, you know, met people who 
experience like spirituality in different ways um, and have different beliefs themselves. And so I even, you know, tried out a little bit of uh, like tarot and um, astrology and crystals and stuff. And some people like that is their that is their thing. That is what they do. That is what they believe in. Um, and I think for me right now, it's just a matter of exploring that. And that's how I'm going to find my true self is kind of like feeling things out because I, I grew up, um, in a, in a Christian household Mm -hmm. and that, like I said, it was kind of just in my brain, I took it and I internalized it as like, well, that's just how life is. And so once, I got older, it was me trying to figure out what I actually believe and how I actually feel about everything instead of just, you know, memorizing the facts for my Bible assignment or something like that. Right. Um, so these past couple of years, it's been more, okay, well, what do those people believe? What do those people believe? What do they believe? What do they believe? And so, um, kind of exploring that a little more and just being open to that and just trying different things and seeing what happens and seeing how I, um, how I connect to it. If I do, if I don't, um, but anything that I, I try, I pull something from it. There's always something that I learned from it. Right. Um, Cause then it wouldn't be a thing if there wasn't something to pull from it. Right. Right. Yeah. And it works for other people very clearly. <laughs> it might not work for me, but clearly there's something there that draws these other people to it and it they connect to it on a like deep, intense level. Um, so I'm kind of at the point where to find my true self is, you know, the process is trying other things. Because if I'm just sitting in the same environment, I'm not going to find myself, I think. Right. I need, I want to like expose myself to different things. Right. You want to try on different things and see which things fit. I, mm-hmm. That's kind of how I think of it. And then you can take off the thing that doesn't fit and go, eh, you know, there's that good thing about it, but that doesn't really, that's not this thing that I'm in, in love with, you know? Right. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. And, and I think as I sort of, you know, keep evolving and progressing forward, I, I think, you know, kind of, taking that a much bigger view of maybe some of the things that we were taught Mm -hmm. is, has been a very fresh and reviving aspect for me of faith and spirituality. It's, it's um, no longer this ticket gets you to here. And if you don't have that ticket, you go there. I I don't, I don't believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. And that, um, that became very freeing listening to different podcasts and doing different reading and listening to people like you're saying, you know, connecting of, of just, you know, a 30,000 foot view of things versus, you know, very narrow. And I think it's, it's, um, it's so much more loving Mm -hmm. and so much more understanding. And, and for me, that's, that's the whole point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> yeah, point. I, and it's amazing too, looking at all the different, just like the different avenues, I guess, of, of spirituality and like practices that I've, I've seen a lot of them have that they're just have the same formula 
just using different tools or different terminology, but it's the same, same concept in a Mm way. Um, uh, Manifesting is a big thing um, in a lot of different practices, but in a way in Christianity, that could be the equivalent to a prayer instead of just like speaking it into the universe, you're speaking it to God. And so it's just, it's a lot of the same formulas everywhere that you go. And so just finding that common ground of, um, you know, there is something to learn in every, everywhere. Um, and I mean, really, I think another thing I believe in is kindness. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, just being kind to people and, you know, okay, that's what you believe. Let me hear it. Like, I'd love to, I'd love to see what that's like and what your practice looks like for you. And, um, yeah, like, I, I mean, like I said, I've tried a lot of different things. I've experienced a little bit with, with all of that. Um, and I mean, for crystals, at the very least, they're pretty rocks. <laughs> but like, if they're not actually doing anything, but then even if they are doing something great, like that would be awesome. If this type of crystal, and I mean, even looking at it through a lens of Christianity, if God did create everything, then why wouldn't he create you know, a, a a rock that can help us in different, different ways. Um, so it just kind of really expanded my view of, like I said, the different avenues of spirituality and like what's out there, but then also I'm still trying to find my true self. And I have that foundation of Christianity. It kind of helps put a new lens on some of that too, and be like, well, yeah, why, why couldn't, the stars tell us stuff if God created the stars. Like, Mm -hmm. so it just, it's interesting um, thinking about everything and trying to connect it in a, uh, a lens of understanding and kindness and um, openness, looking at all the different things and trying to connect them all to myself in all the different, different ways. Yes. Gosh, you're, you're so ahead of the game in so many ways. There are, are many people far older than you are that are not that introspective or interested or maybe even capable. And if you're not capable, then that that's sad because, you know, you just, right. you know, mm-hmm. not, I, not much can be done there, but, you know, I, I'm very, um, I'm in a very pondering state right now with everything you, you've said, <laughs> um, very much appreciating the permission you've given yourself to completely open up and say, I was taught all these things, and that was a great way to grow up. I have no complaint about my childhood per se. Of course, we all mm-hmm. have a few things we wish were different. <laughs> sure. That's just part of it. And now I get to figure out what I think and what I believe and try on out some different things and find the goodness and in, in all these different things and mm-hmm. arrive at where I'm going to arrive. And no, nobody knows where that is. I mean, you right. that's the, that is kind of the thing about being here, right? I mean, the adventure of moving forward. And um you know, some of it is hard. There's no doubt about it. I just, you just don't skate through this life without hardship. And in in some of that are the best lessons, sadly, (laughs) because as I've, we've talked about a lot in the show and I've written about, um, you just, you would not volunteer for some of this stuff. You just wouldn't. Right. 
No way. Yeah. No way at all. All right. I, I like the place that you're at. It's very exploratory and very good to, to your, you know, yourself and mm-hmm. um, figuring it out and, and choosing really um, people who, who, who love you and who you love. I mean, again, going back to it, it just kind of keeps boiling down to that same thing, love and love mm-hmm. in that is understanding and uh, meeting people where they're at. I'm very big on that. Very big right. on that. I mean, I can't tell you, nor should you tell me how to think, how to feel, what to think, when to feel. I mean, all those things, right. it's um, let's just meet each other where we're at and love on each other and have that uh, moment of connection. Right. A lot of it has to do with listening too, which a lot of people have a hard time with. Uh, But yeah, just listening. And that's, I find at least that's how I end up, um, you know, meeting people where they're at a lot of the time. It's just listening to what they have to say before saying anything else. Right. No, that is a really good point. And I, I, yeah, I'm not sure what sort of personality types are better, quote unquote, at being good listeners than others. I, I I find that we really you have to you have to focus and not be thinking about what you're going to say next, but like you say, really being in the moment of listening to what the person has to say and what you're going to say next is going to come. You don't have to right. rehearse it in your brain. Right. Is there anything you want to share with us in conclusion? Um, oh man, I don't know. I think just to, yeah, just to kind of wrap it all up, I believe in self, I believe in kindness. (laughs) Um, yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know how else to. No, that's, that's perfect. I mean, yeah, I didn't, you know, sometimes people have one last thing they wanted to say or what have you. Mm -hmm. I like to try to remember to you know, give a, a time and a place for that self and kindness that though, that's, that's the beginning, you know, for those of us who would identify as Christian, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so mm-hmm. really, if you kind of back that all up, it's, it's starting with you. And then it goes from there. Right. right. So um, that that's how it it begins and ends. Yeah. No matter, you know, where your journey takes you, you know, having that healthy relationship with yourself and understanding, knowing who you are is, is the first step. Mm -hmm. It's easy to forget self. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is. It is. And I agree with that too. And I, um, I think women in particular, of course, I've not lived as a man, so I can't really speak sure. to being a man, but it seems that as women, we're kind of trained to put ourselves last. Right. And I think there's a real push to sort of change that, which I think yeah. is good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Have you done the Enneagram? I, I do like the Enneagram a lot. I have. Um, I just feel I've... like you must be a five, a heavy five, which is the investigative thinker. I... You know, I've done a lot of research. My best friend is 
super heavily into it and has done some like training on it and everything. Um, and so we've had a lot of conversations about it and I think <laughs> I floated around a lot, but I think <laughs> I'm probably a six with a five, a five wing. Okay. What remind me what six is? Um, six is still in that head, that head center. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much more, uh, typically like uh, stereotypically they're the ones that have a lot of anxiety um the ones that have to look for um kind of like an outside source to confirm everything Mm. um which (laughs) tracks (laughs) with a lot of my uh, how I was growing up um so now I'm kind of at the point where I think that's probably what I was. I don't know. Uh, I've honestly floated from like nine, three and six. I've just kind of like. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's. Well, it's, it's very interesting. (laughs) And listener, I'll just, you know, the quickest way to say it is this is a, a model of personality types. And the thought is that we have nine, there are nine different types and we have all nine within us. It's just a matter of how much each of the nine present themselves in the way that you move about in the world. And that in a nutshell is it. Um, And I I just, uh, I assumed, (laughs) I assumed that you were a five, but you've got the five-ish in you. So it's just kind of another fun way to get to know yourself. And that, that's a Mm -hmm. big message here on the show. Get to know yourself. You matter. It matters. There's more fullness to life. If you know who you are, that's my opinion. Right. <laughs> no, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Rachel, oh my gosh, this was so, what a delight. And what just, I just feel like I can't get the smile off my face. It just, won't, <laughs> it just won't leave. It's so fun to see you in real life, in real time, and to see your, your kitties walking by and, and to see that you're happy and you're doing well and you're, 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 you're thriving. And that's another favorite word. I mean, that just, it's flourishing, flourishing, no matter what. I mean, that doesn't mean stuff's not happening. Stuff is definitely happening, but you are, you're, you're, you're doing it. You're in it and you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last couple of years have been, I mean, COVID again, especially being in New York, but it's been so good. They've been hard for sure, but yeah, these last couple of years have been probably some of the some of the best ones too. Right. And again, not something you would have signed up for. We would not, right. none of us would have signed up for COVID. <laughs> no. And yet, and yet, look at the good. You've got yeah. to turn around and look at the good that comes yeah. from the hard. I, I'm I'm such a firm, and that is something I believe. I, I think it is so important to turn around and look at the good things that have led you to where you are. And Mm I, I, you know, we talk about that quite a bit here too. Gosh, what a, just a pleasure, such a pleasure, (laughs) really. Gosh. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. This has been absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. Good. Well, I, to talk with you about everything. And as, as well as, as it was to talk with you, I, I appreciate you. Thank you for being you. Of course.
Like Rachel said, being kind is what matters. Being open is essential to understanding. I like that she's being intentional about what she believes and why she believes it. It's an important step in adulting to see if the belief system you were raised with is really your own or not. She's trying on different things and seeing what aligns with her, keeping what works and discarding what does not. Along the way, she's taking the larger perspective on it all as she focuses on the difference between being our best self and our true self. In my opinion, she's already there. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now a prayer. Dear God, if I cannot be brilliant, let me be kind. If I cannot change the world, let me inspire just one other to do so. If I cannot give away riches, let me be loving. Let me be known for kindness, for it is the greatest glory. Amen. May you go out and do that. Be that. Be unabashed. Be you.